Hey guys, I hope you're doing amazing. Today I want to share with you an amazing revelation out of the story of Noah in terms of walking in the Spirit. This is a, a thing, an amazing thing that I just, I, I was reading the story of Noah this weekend. I was just diving into this thing and I was just like, and I came across a passage, especially around the Noah sending out the dove and, and all that where it was kind of weird. I was asking the Father, Lord, what is, what is this thing you mean by this? What, what is the story behind this thing? And the Father came to reveal something incredible to me that I just want to share with you guys because I believe it's going to bless you in terms of your seasons, trials, tribulation, as well as in walking in the Spirit versus walking in the flesh. So I want you to stick with me in this short teaching. So let's dive into the story of Noah. So we all know the story of Noah where God tells Noah, this righteous man, that actually one of the only righteous men left on the earth who was pure in his form to come and build an ark and, and build this ark and, 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 and bring the animals into the ark and, and, every, and his, him and his family and all of them, they get into the ark and, and through that God saves the world. But then we also see that there's this number of that God says in, in Genesis 7 verse 11 that, that the earth is going to be swallowed by water for 40 days and 40 nights. And so the first important thing that we need to understand is this number 40. Because when I heard the number 40 and, and it should remind you too, there's a lot of things in the Bible that talks about 40. We see that uh, in the Old Testament, when God destroyed the earth with water, it's the 40 days of 40 nights of Noah. After Moses killed the Egyptian, he fled to Midian, where he spent 40 years in the desert tending flocks. Moses was on Mount Sinai 40 days and 40 nights. Moses interceded on Israel's behalf 40 days and 40 nights. The Israelite spies took 40 days to spy out the land. The Israelites wandered 40 years. Before Samson's deliverance, Israel served in Philistine for 40 years. Goliath tainted Saul's army for 40 days. And the, the list goes on and on and on. We've got the story of Elijah where the number is 40. And we've got multiple other stories where this is number of 40. But there's one thing they all have in common. A trial. And then that at the end of that 40 days or 40 nights, there is a choice that has to be made by the person going through that 40 days and 40 nights. And, and it's incredible when we look at the story of Noah and how what the, the, the role of 40 days or 40 nights in, this, in that story, we see something incredible that God teaches us about this. In Genesis verse 8, he says, And he sent out a raven, which kept going out and turning back until the waters had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove from him to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. Now, whoa, 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 this is, this is, this is weird. First, the father says he, he sent out a raven to go to and from until the waters have dried up. Okay, that makes total sense. But then he says, then he sent out a dove to see if the waters had indeed dried up. So why was Noah doing this? What, what was the story? Why didn't he just... It's, it's almost like Noah didn't trust the raven for he did send out a raven. And I mean, if the raven didn't start to come back, he would know. I mean, the, you know, the water had dried up or whatever. But no, no, no. He, 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 he was skeptical and he sent out a dove 
too. And so I, and, and, and so I pondered this thing and I was like, Father, what do you mean by this? And then I read on into verse 13 and, and there's another weird thing that happened here. And what happened is it says, and it came to be in the 600 and first year on the first month, first day of the new moon. So first day, first uh, of the first month that the waters were dried up from the earth and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and saw the surface of the ground was dry. And in the second new moon, second month, on the 27th day of that second month, the earth was dry. And God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out the ark, you and your wife, your sons, and your wives with you. And so we see that Noah came and he opened the ark and he, and he glanced out. He looked and saw that the earth was dry. And, but, but then he didn't, he didn't go out. And he, he just closed it up again and he waited another two months right there. And, and, and it's such a weird thing that he did. But he waited on the voice of God. See, even while he was, he opened the covering, he left God's covering because we know that Yeshua, Jesus is our covering. He opened the ark and he left that covering. He looked and he saw that it's dry and it's, it, it looks free for us to go. But he's like, no, 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 no. And he waited on the father's voice. Until it says, and God says, go out now into the ark. Two months later, guys, two months later, while knowing that it's dry, knowing that they couldn't go out, knowing that there's probably nothing stopping them from going out. Another two months, they stay in this ark and they wait for the father's voice. Noah waits. And I bet you guys that, that Noah's family was like, Noah, what are you doing, man? Let's, it's dry. We can go out. It's, we, we're running out of food. You know, this place, it's dirty. It's, I mean, I mean, just imagine how dirty that place gets with all the animals and stuff all after all that time. And and you know, but but Noah's like, no, 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 no. We're not going to trust our flesh. We're not going to go by what seems right to him. We're not going to go by what seems to be the right choice. But rather, we're going to wait on the father's voice. And the same thing what he did with the raven and the dove. He sent out the raven and the raven went to and from until the water dried up. Is what it said in the word. But he didn't trust the raven, this, this unclean bird that represents our flesh. He didn't, he didn't trust that, that bird, he, but he sent out a dove. And we know that the Holy Spirit descended on Yeshua, Jesus, as a dove. So we know that the spirit is connected to a dove, this animal of a dove. And, and Noah, he sends out a dove after sending out the raven. And it's so incredible. And this is this, this lesson where the father tells us that, listen, you, it may seem like it. You can even trust things like it. You can have signs even like the raven. You can have signs and things. But I want you to be patient and wait for my spirits voice and guidance to guide you out of the season, out of this trial that you're in, out of this 40 days or 40 nights that you're in. Are you going to wait for my voice? Are you going to trust that my voice is going to be the very thing that leads you out? Or are you going to lean on your own understanding? Are you going to lean on what seems right to a man? But see, guys, it get, this gets much, much, much better. You see, this dove, he, the dove goes out and the dove is sent out and the dove goes and wanders and he comes back for the, for the water. It has, in fact, not dried up yet. Then he sends out a dove a second time and this happens. And the dove came to him in the evening and see a freshly plucked olive leaf was in its mouth. And no one knew that the waters had receded from the earth. And so we know that this, so this dove, he first goes out, he comes back with nothing, goes out and, 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 and searches, but founds no place to rest. 
And then he come, and then he comes back, and now sends him out a second time. And this time he comes back with fleshy plucked olive leaf in his mouth. Guys, this is this is an incredible foreshadowing and picture of what was to come from Noah's seed and generations. You see, when 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 Noah's seed and generations became the twelve tribes of Israel, and those twelve tribes found themselves at the at Mount Sinai, where the commandments of God were given, and so God gives the commandments. Moses up on the mountain. There's thunder and lightning and all these things. God gives the commandments, and 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 there's this there's this rejection of the spirit the people of god they 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 hear all these things they see all these things they see this mighty and and fearful god speaking where every word of his voice is like is, is makes all everyone tremble and they say moses no you you go up there you speak to god we don't want to deal with we don't want to speak with him you go up and you mediate for us and they reject the straight apart spirit of god but about a thousand four, two thousand four hundred years later, the Father comes and 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 sends the whole the Holy Spirit. But there is something you need to see, brother and sister. You know, when Yeshua said, I'm, I'm, I need to ascend, he told Peter, I need to leave you guys, I need to go. And he says, Then I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, I need to go because if I go, I'm gonna send a helper, a Holy Spirit. And see this olive uh, branch that the, the dove has in its mouth when it comes back, it represents the Mount of Olives, the very place that Yeshua ascended, that he had to ascend from for the dove. For the Holy Spirit to come and descend upon Yeshua, upon God's people. You see, that's what all this is about. This dove being sent out, finding no place of rest on the people of God. It is a picture of that place of Mount Sinai. But then the dove came, is sent back and it comes back with this, this freshly plucked olive leaf. And this olive leaf represents the Mount of Olives, the place that Yeshua ascended when the Spirit will come and land on His people. Noah's family would, would, would go and become the olive tree. We, we read in, in Jeremiah 11 verse 16, Yahweh has named you green olive tree, beautiful of goodly fruit. With the noise of a great sound, he has set it on fire and its branches shall be broken. And so we see that the father says that uh, you, and he's talking about Israel here in Jeremiah, specifically talking about Israel, you are the olive tree. And so this this dove comes with this this place this 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 mount of olives this olive branch's mouth it also represents the olive tree the thing Israel that God is going to begin in Noah's seed and from Israel from the olive tree that is where the spirit goes and rests on the spirit goes and rests on the olive tree because brothers and sisters for that dove to pick the olive branch he had to rest his feet somewhere he rested on an olive branch and so the Spirit of God comes and rests on Israel, the people of God, who, and everyone who professes that they know Israel, everyone who says, Lord, I want to follow you, they become grafted into this olive tree where the Spirit has rested its feet. Genesis 8 verse 12, And he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, which did not return to him again. And so right after all that, the dove is sent out, and this time the dove doesn't return. And this is the sign for Noah that the spur, that the dove has been as there, and, and there now it's, the earth is dry, and, and it's now safe for them to proceed. And guys, I want to I submit to you guys that God's ark, 
the arrival of Yeshua, God, when he comes, when the Ark of the Covenant, all of these things are going to be revealed again is, is when all of these things have come to pass. We're both on Mount Sinai. The truth has been given where in that, that instance of the spirit being been sent out, but not returning. But also the second time when the spirit is sent out and, and rests on the people at the festival of Shavuot or Pentecost, as we call them in English. And, and all these things happen. And that is the two signs that in the fulfillment of those two prophecies to its fullness, the pouring out of truth and then the pouring of the spirit. Those two things are that are a unity, the law and the spirit that goes and follows the law. All those things are necessary for God's art to come and land. All those things are necessary for everything to be revealed for when all this for when the spirit is sent out the last time and he doesn't come back and he's and everything has come to his fulfillment. That is when Yeshua is going to be coming back and see the number seven, the seven days that he waited before sending out the spirit the last time represents completion. Seven thousand years. We know that the seven thousand years, the millennium reign of Christ, when God comes, when Yeshua comes back and he comes to dwell with us in the millennium. We, we have all these amazing things connecting with this number seven and it represents completion. And brother and sister, this is the lesson. This is what you need to understand is that unless you proclaim and walk out the fullness of spirit and truth both the fullness of holy spirit walking out the gifts of the holy spirit walking in his ways walking out the and then also walking out the torah written on your heart walking out the truth that's been written on your heart as written in jeremiah 31 verse 31 where god says i'm going to make a new covenant with the house of israel and the house of judah writing my law on your heart and then he says i'm going to cause you and ezekiel with my spirit to to walk in these things see it's 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 the fullness of spirit and truth that god requires for us before he will be coming back you see brother and sister this is why i know god's not coming back today he's not coming back tomorrow he's not coming back this year because these things have not come to its fulfillment yet the father is coming back extremely soon and and the time is drawing near every single day and it's going to come he's he's coming back so soon guys but we need to understand we need to run off this thing stop thinking of his coming as a rescue mission and start thinking of his coming as the drive that drives us to walk in the fullness of Yeshua. Bear therefore fruits worthy of repentance and do not think to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones and the axe is already laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, brother and sister, listen to this. Every tree then which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed are mercy and water into repentance, but he who is coming with me after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to bear. He shall immerse you into the set apart spurred and in fire you see brother and sister you may say oh i'm grafted and oh i'm part of the tree i'm part of all this thing i'm part of it can't you see the holy spirit upon me you can say all of these things but i tell you and i proclaim today that unless you bear the good fruit that can only come from walking the fullness of spirit and truth unless you do that you'll never you you will be cut off you will be cut from the root you will be cut out of that olive tree and you will be thrown into the fire. You will be departed from him. Do never think, don't ever think that you've got some kind of a favor on you. We need to continuously audit our hearts to make sure that we bear good fruits. You see that olive tree, it had a, a fresh leaf 
that branch, the, the, the dove had had a fresh leaf attached to it, representing a tree that bears good fruit, a freshly healthy tree. And that is where the spirit will rest on. And that is what the father expects. All right, guys, I hope this blessed and encouraged you. I encourage you to be patient. Don't trust on your flesh. Don't trust on that raven. Be patient. Wait for the father's voice to say, now you can go out, you and your family. You can now go out into the place that I've called you to go. But wait on his voice. Wait for the spirit to go out. Wait for the spirit to confirm it. Let the spirit rest on you. Bear the good fruit that that comes and walk in the fullness of spirit and truth. And you will bear the good fruit. You will bring freedom wherever you go. See, brother and sister, from Noah's seed came freedom to the world. From Noah's seed came Yeshua. And see, for, 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 for freedom to come from your seed, from freedom to come from the seeds that you sow every single day when you walk in this world, you need to bear the good fruit that you're supposed to carry. And if you don't do that, if you don't do that, I, I encourage you, just go to the Father and say, Yahweh, Lord, I'm not bearing that good fruit. Lord, you need to do a work in me. You need to do that thing in me, that whole revival of spirit and truth in me. You see, there was a revival of truth on that mountain of Sinai and only years later there was a revival of spirit and it's reminiscent of our lives as believers where there's a revival of truth or spirit in our life but then there is a, a there we we need to seek the other part we need to we may have a revival of spirit but we need to seek the revival of truth we may have a revival of truth but we need to seek that revival of spirit and I encourage you today to go to the father and seek the one you don't have for the fullness of both is what he expects and requires of us. And that is the very definition of walking as Yeshua. Thank you guys for sticking through with me. May God bless you and keep you. Shine his face upon you. Give you strength and blessing. If you think it's going to bless someone, share this message with someone so they can understand the fullness of this incredible revelation of Noah and the Spirit. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next video.